It's Eye on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. Wonderful outside. It might be a little hot, but don't complain because when you're in that freezing weather in the middle of the winter, you'll be wishing we had this weather back again. Um, I'm Dottie Herman. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. And, uh, of course, we're the only talk radio show. We've been on for a decade or so, um, which talks about everything. You know, we talk about real estate. We talk about tenants, landlords, bad neighbors, financing, anything you want to know about real estate. And truthfully, real estate really is in everyone's life, you know, whether you rent, whether you whether you buy, whether you rent somebody's room, everyone has to live somewhere. So we talk about that. We'd love to hear from you. And anytime you have a question, remember, um, there's a lot of other people that have the same questions. You can also, you know, Dottie Herman L at element.com. You can send me any of your questions. You could also go to our uh, app on Facebook. It's called Iron Real Estate, which a lot of you leave questions there. So, um, and we stream it so you can get us at any time. Um, I'm, Ace is not here today. So uh, you've heard him before. Um, you know, he's been on the show many a day and he's great. Uh, Tom is regional. Tom Drew is the regional VP at Citizens Bank, uh, one of the fastest growing mortgage operations in the country. He has been on the show. He's willing to and, and will answer any of your financing questions and is also going to give us a update on what's going on with mortgages. But as you know, as with the housing business, it's been a crazy year, one we could have never predicted. Uh, Steve? Um, where Steve Ebert, who's our uh, one of the best real estate attorneys I know, otherwise he would be on the show. He he's like an encyclopedia. I'd say he's a walking encyclopedia. Okay, he, I don't think that's a question I've asked him, but he doesn't know. Uh, that's why we go to him for any of our real estate needs and questions. He specializes in real estate law, both residential and commercial, and is a partner at Casson and Casson LLP and has offices in Manhattan and Westchester, Phoenix, Dallas. So if you have any questions about real estate that are legal questions, you can give us a call, 866-970-9622. Thanks for joining us, Steve, and thanks for joining us, Tom. Um, And at 11 o'clock... Thanks, Daddy. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, and at 11 o'clock, you'll be joining with another, another favorite of ours, Alfred Renner, Alfred Brennan is Senior Managing Director of the East Side uh, Douglas Element Office. Uh, He's been in the, I believe he's been, he looks young, but he's been in the business for at least 30 years. He's an avid, and he also invests in real estate. Actually, he's from a real estate family. His whole family is real estate, and uh, he plays a key role in the growth of Douglas Element. 
and he'll give us an update on what's going on in Manhattan, and you're not going to want to miss what he has to say. Any questions that you might have, whatever they are, 866-970-9622. So with that, in the beginning of the show, I try to tell you, we're going to talk, you know, a lot of the show in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about investing, um, investing in real estate, because I really do think, uh, I'm going to give you some of the predictions for the next couple of years, but I really do think that, you know, if you are able to buy a, a small, you know, one family, two family house, one family house, um, with the interest rates the way they are, it's a great time to do it, and it's a great source of income, and also it could be your retirement income down the road, and it's relatively easy for anybody to understand. So the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about that. Uh, but as always, in the beginning of the show, I tell you what's new, what's going on this week, the newest things that are going on. And of course, um, there's a new eviction moratorium that was just ushered in. And frustrated landlords are still waiting for rental assistance. Um, COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are soaring across the U.S. The latest surge in a pandemic that continues to affect the health and livelihoods of both tenants and landlords. So, as cases began to skyrocket in July, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's first eviction moratorium came to an end. We talked a little about that last week or the week before. Unable to extend that order any further, the Center for Disease Control issued a new moratorium in early August, specifically targeting areas suffering from elevated levels of transmission. Um, So, I... I want to talk a little about that. We talked a little about it last week, and on uh, on August 3rd, they issued a new 60-day moratorium on residential evictions for areas impacted by the highly infectious Delta variant. The new eviction ban is intended to target specific areas of the country where cases are rapidly increasing, a trend that would likely be exacerbated by mass evictions. Um... But it kind of looks like, you know, because people are asking, well, do I, am I, do I qualify? And if, I have information that as of August 8th, approximately 90% of U.S. counties were considered to have a high, substantial level of community spread. So, Stephen, can you fill us in a little on that? Stephen? Can you, Hi, can you hear me, Donnie? Yes, of yeah. course I can. So, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of interesting questions on this. So, you know, what happens is normally when we pass a law, of course, it goes through the Congress and is signed into law by the president. The administrative agencies like the CDC are allowed what's called rulemaking power. They're allowed to pass certain rules. And normally there's another law called the Administrative Procedures Act, which says how these laws come to being. And there's a whole review process and so forth. What the CDC did for the first time ever is said, based on a public health emergency, because if you evict people, it may cause people to move around and spread the coronavirus. We are, based on a public health reason, saying as an emergency, putting in a 60-day pause. And a key part of that is it meets certain income requirements and the tenant fills out a form that says they attest to their facts. Um, That is now being in the process of being challenged on a few grounds. 
because and there is precedent for this um, that you can't have somebody be their own witness to automatically prove a fact, right? You know, normally what happens is if you think about a trial, you have one side, you have the other side, and each side can bring their, their, their witnesses and challenge them. The way they constructed this law is the tenant who is incentivized to try to get a, a, a temporary pause on paying rent is the one who signs the affidavit. And the way the law is written is that affidavit would be proof positive that they're allowed to withhold payment temporarily and pause an eviction. And that has been ruled in other cases to not be constitutional. So a number of organizations have already started filing challenges to this. So it's, it's a really interesting legal question. It creates a lot of confusion in the market because this rulemaking from the CDC um, is linked to counties which there's a high level of COVID transmission which is about 70% of all counties and about 90% of the population of the U.S. So the answer to this question has pretty wide-range repercussions for the U.S. Um, so you're going to see a lot of news that there is an eviction moratorium, there's a challenge to it, there's probably going to be a, what we call a stay, a temporary pause on the law that gives a pause on eviction. So, you know, for our listeners, I know there's going to be a lot of information out there and a lot of it seeing conflicting and confusing, confusing because in the next you know, couple of weeks, you're going to see these court battles um, play themselves out. What's really important for all of our listeners to keep in mind is regardless of which law has been offered, is there are pauses. There is no forgiveness program on the payment of rent. It is just a stay, a pause. Um, from eviction for any current non-payment. And keep in mind, you are giving a sworn statement to either the courts or to a government agency. So keep in mind, you do not want to commit any perjury and have and, and, and be cute with any statement. So, you know, I know there's a lot going on. I know there's been a lot of pauses in how our systems normally work, but just be mindful that even though we have, you know, the Delta variant, now they're talking about the Lambda variant out there, oh. there still is a light at the end of the tunnel. The, you know, things will normalize and, and keep that in mind, too. I'm hoping you're right. Repercussions. Because Steve and Stephen and Tom, there's been so many, like, you know, mixed signals. I mean, I don't think, you know, obviously I don't fault anyone. This is something new for all of us. But, you know, you even go with masks. Do they work? You should wear them. You shouldn't wear them. They don't work. And if you uh, look at a lot of the masks, which really you buy that are cheap, they really have gaps in them. Uh, then there's a whole issue now with New York City schools and, and, and all schools, whether the kids are going to have to wear masks, whether they're not going to have to wear masks. And you already see protests of mothers and fathers, some who want their kids to have masks, some who don't want their kids to have masks. Um, I don't know, Stephen, if they... I guess they can. Um, I, I think it's not a... I think it's a good idea, but I think they're, they're going to try to require all teachers be vaccinated in New York. I'm not sure if that passed yet, but I know they were talking about it. Um, so there's a lot of things going on, and there's a lot of things that have to get straightened out, um, and we will just have to <laughs> kind of... Do the best we can. So we try every week to update you on the latest. And at this point, 
I think the point to remember with that Stephen says you can get more assistance if you fill out the papers and you can show that you have less than a certain income and that you really can't pay your rent. However, don't forget, this is not forgivable. It's not like, okay, you didn't pay your rent, we helped you out. So Stephen, like, let's say somebody uh, hasn't paid since the beginning of the pandemic and they truly lost their job and of course everything's legit they don't have a they don't have any other income so the government you know new york state's been paying now they still don't have a job or they can't afford to pay the rent so they apply and assuming they get accepted they get accepted um one of the things i'm thinking is well okay so when do they have is there a time limit when will they have to pay this back or what happens, you know, is there like, oh, gee, you have to pay it back within five years? Or because a lot of these people, in my opinion, if you don't have the money now and you haven't paid any rent at all, I don't know where you're going to get the money to pay it all back. Well, I think it's a, it's a huge problem. And I think one of the mistakes that's being made is that programs were put in so quickly that not all the details were fully worked out. The other thing that I do want to point out as well is that um, there are different programs. Some of these programs are deferral, and there are some rent assistant programs that the tenant can apply for and the landlord can agree to. Now, there is no program that the landlord is forced to agree to, but there are some programs where money has been set aside for the government to pay rent if the tenant meets a series of circumstances. And if the landlord accepts that payment, then they also agree that they cannot evict the tenant. Um, so, you know, landlords, be careful to understand the program that you're signing up for. Right. Same for tenants. Find out, are you in a deferral program situation? Are you in a rental assistance program? So the answers can be um, very, very different. Um, and that's important to keep in mind. Right. Um, Stephen, I'm not trying to, I mean, I... I'm not trying to push Colin Cedar, but I want to tell you this. So many people rely on what their friends tell them. And friends have usually good intentions and are trying to give you good advice. But half the people I talk to really have no clue. I mean, they, you know, they heard part of it. They don't. So when it comes to finding out something you need to find out for yourself that's important, that pertains to your situation, I wouldn't rely on just friends telling you the information because everyone's situation is different. I pick up the phone and call a real estate attorney or I go online and I, I look it all up and try to find out the details because um, there's so much going on. It's almost, you know, it's really hard to figure out everything. Um, it's just too much. And, I, you know, and, and every day something changes. So I would suggest it's a good time. If you have questions, to seek out a real estate uh, professional, legal professional, because uh, f f there's so much information. I, I don't think friends, or they might have heard information that pertains to them, but it wouldn't pertain to you. So I just want to give you that. Uh, that that I just want to give you that advice. Okay. Um, remember, calls eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. I won't say comment on this, but uh, obviously everyone knows that Cuomo, our, our governor announced a resignation, and um, his replacement actually is a woman, and her name is Kathy Hochul, the state lieutenant governor, and we replace.
and she will replace him, and she will become the first female governor of the state. So, see, things change from time to time. So, now I was understanding that the cars are banned from the meatpacking district forever after a successful COVID trial, and New York City is keeping its car-free policy in Manhattan's market, a meatpacking district after the corona pandemic followed uh, so they're trying to have open streets and, 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 and programs that leave the city open so people can get around and walk around and have air. And Gavin's, Gavin's Foot Street, Little West 12th Street, and West 13th Street between 9th Avenue and Washington Street will continue to be blocked off to vehicle traffic in, forever. Uh, the New York Post reports. They have already been blocked off seven days a week under the program since September, and it looks like that's going to continue. Um, and they're trying to give New York Norcus more outdoor space during the lockdown. By last summer, um, the city had more than 67 miles of open streets. In April, the city council passed a bill to make the program permanent. And this would be treat, decreased traffic but I think it would also make people not be able to drive into the city, I think, right? I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be tougher to get into the city without using transit. We're seeing New York City apartment rents climbing again. Uh, you know, in, in the worst of the COVID, we saw residential rents dive by about 20% in New York City. You know, that's in the heat of the pandemic. But the market's recovery is well on its way, and we'll be talking to Alfred about that. And um, Jonathan Miller, who does all of the market reports, says that the, the amount of a discount is narrowing. So if you are looking for an apartment in the city, you better get in and do it, because I don't think uh, the discount's going to be there too much longer. The average rent in Manhattan in July went up 4% from the month before, and hit an average of 3,841, um, and that was just released. And it jumped almost 3% from the beginning of the year. So it's, it's, it's getting there. City's crowded. And, but, but, you know, there, when we give you information, I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll share in, in a little bit. I did a lot of research on what, what, what COVID's going to look like, what, you know, what, what they think COVID's going to look like post-COVID, uh, what real estate's going to look like post-COVID, what the world's going to look like post-COVID. And there's a lot of different opinions. And remember something, everyone's just giving you an opinion uh, based on the trends we're currently seeing. If something comes along that's not expected, who would know? And if you go back, which I'm going to go back, when we had the pandemic, when it first hit us, what was it, March of... Who the heck thought real estate would ever go up? Okay, you couldn't show a house, you couldn't see a house, nobody was allowed in a house or an apartment. I mean, we were like, oh my God, this is going to kill our industry. And obviously, I think real estates across the country are probably having the best year they've had in years. So, we'll be right back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. I'm here with Stephen Ebert and Tom. Um, we'll be back.
You have helped build MyPillow into an amazing company. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you. Get great discounts on all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike's newest product is MyPillow towels made in the USA with 100% USA cotton, offering a six-piece set of bath, hand, and washcloths in a variety of colors. Originally priced at $109.99, now for a limited time reduced to $39.99. You heard right, $39.99 with the promo code AM970. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Call 800 800- 651-0798 for these great specials. That's 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This year could be the last year you paint. Get Rhino Shielded. Talk to my friend Susan at Rhino Shield to find out about this unique process. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that seals your house or building. Looks just like paint. It's sprayed on. It bonds completely to wood, to brick, to stucco, aluminum block, or vinyl. Rhino Shield comes in any color you want. It has insulating qualities, soundproofing qualities, and it is guaranteed for 25 years to never chip peel or mold call susan at rhino shield today for a free on the spot estimate at 877-744-6608 877-744-6608 it's 877-744-6608 for a free 
on-the-spot estimate or go to rhinoshieldofny.com. Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. Rhino Shield, it's not paint. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here. I'm Dottie Herman. I'm here with Tom Drew. And uh, I'm going to continue giving you some updates on what's really currently happening. And then we're going to talk a little about investments and... uh, We'll talk about financing. Tom's got a lot to tell you about that. But going on what's happening this week, the last week, I try to keep you posted. Um, Delta, as as this virus spreads, cases did rise in New York City. Um, But as a result of vaccine, health experts, the good news is don't expect the recent increase to reach the level seen in New York City's first and second waves. Still, we have some 64% of adults in the city are fully vaccinated. Now that's not bad, but we should do better. So those of you who haven't been vaccinated, um, I, you know, and I don't, you know, I know there's reasons, but you know, think about it at least, or talk to your doctor about it. Um, but the, uh, but the, but, but, but the doctors say that it is unlikely that this Delta variant would create conditions anywhere near as devastating as the past two waves. So for most likely what they're saying is if you do get it, I do know a couple of people who have it, um, and they basically are home with kind of like feeling like the flu. Um, I'm understanding that it might be a booster shot we need, and my guess is it's going to be like we're taking vaccines like the flu for the rest of our lives. Um, 77% of all new, new real estate jobs Ads require a return to the office, and over the past 10 months, during which time thousands of positions in the U.S. have been posted, I mean, there's not, if you need a job, there's plenty of jobs out there. 23% of the total cre- job creations have been listed as having remote components. Um, you know, some of them are hybrids. Some of them, set, uh, less than 10%, but 10% of them are fully remote. Uh while seventy-seven percent have been in office. Now I believe, and I'm just this is my speculation, so it's not a fact. I believe that a lot of the landlords are trying to push people to come back to the office because truly coming back to the office will help the economy. Because if no one if you know, look, if you're at home, you'll make a sandwich in your house. You're not gonna go out to to, to eat for lunch or, you know, you're not gonna use transit. So I think there's a trying to be a push to get people to come back to the office. My own opinion, Tom, I don't know about you, but I I think it's going to be like a hybrid where people will go to the office a couple of days and maybe have, you know, work out of their house. What do you what do you see with the uh in your industry? And actually uh the people that do come back and are interacting, they feel, you know, a sense of relief about it. You know, they're excited to see people Right. You know, there's a lot more collaboration, and um, yeah, I think it's a good thing. I really do. Yeah, well, but I think it's going to somewhere be in the middle. I mean, I think people don't want to be isolated in their homes, and because you can't replace on Zoom interaction between people, and you certainly learn a lot that way too. But I think people also got used to not coming into work every single day, so I think it's going to end up kind of 
somewhere in the middle, some compromise or some, you know, but, but already some places are requiring it. And I believe if, you're, uh, if your office requires it, that you have to come back every day. You do, unless you maybe have a medical reason or something. Uh, Manhattan's office market faces a worsening supply problem, uh, and more than 20 million uh, office spaces under construction in Manhattan as vacancies continues to rise and leasing activity has remained well below historical levels. Experts are warning about the country's largest office market being severely oversupplied for the near future. A total of 2.4 million square foot of office space was leased in the second quarter, which is down 15% from the first quarter. Now, in commercial real estate, you know, office leasing and office space is just one piece of it. There's retail, you know, there's industrial, it's all different time. But I think office space probably took the biggest hit because everybody wasn't in the office. And how quickly that comes back, I'm not sure. Um, now, I just heard that Morgan Stanley's 575,000 spread at 522 Fifth Avenue uh, is expected to come onto the market over the next year, but they are going to get more space uh, someplace else or close by. It's just that they're going to probably take less. You know there's a feeding frenzy in the Hamptons, and you might be reading, uh, you might be reading, oh, Hamptons home buying frenzy slows as pending sales drop 37%. Now, that sounds like a huge number, and that is a huge number, but you have to be careful of what that's really saying. Uh, the number of Hamptons single-family homes and condos going into contract fell, meaning that are going into contract, that are being sold right this minute. Now, most people want to buy before the summer because if you buy now you're the summer's almost over I'm sad to say so you're really and and a lot of places are rented and the tenants are not so you know are not really wanting you when they're renting and spending a lot of money they don't want to have people in so this is a time that contracts fall regardless of pandemic or not um, I do think that there was a rush on the Hamptons uh, and I think that that's going to start getting a little bit no normal, um, and they're starting to trend downwards, but still very healthy and comfortable. It's just that they were off the wall. Um, the market remained active last month, and it's just starting to get a little bit more of a return to normal. It's not there yet. It's still over the top, but it's kind of simmering a little bit. There were 161 new listings for Hampton single-family homes last month, and that's down 9% from a year earlier. So there's not as big a supply. Um, Amazon is building a, uh, and they're going to use 100% of union labor to build, and they're going to build in the Syosset, Long Island. I know exactly where their warehouse is going to be. And the Amazon last mile warehouse is going up in Syosset, will be built by about 250 workers. So that's jobs. All of the members of union officials, and that was announced Friday. It's a $72 million project, and it's among at least nine warehouses that Amazon plans for Long Island to deliver packages to customers' doorsteps. So that means you'll even get things quicker. Um, I mean, I think that's one trend that's never going away. Um, New York City, and I think Stephen uh, had begins to talk about that, has begun giving out $800 million to small businesses and art groups. So if you're a small business, 
there is money out there. I think that they've been slow to get it out, but they're starting to dish, they're starting to to, to get it out there uh, for people in, in small businesses and you know try to get relief. So be patient. Uh, make a call, and as somebody would tell you, if you have to be a pain in the neck and call a hundred times, do it because the squeaky wheel usually gets taken first. Um, applicants as a group are seeking close to $1 billion in grants or about $200 million more than SD has to give out. So there's more. They have money. People are asking for more than that. But let's get the money they, they have out because it's not out there yet and they have it. Tom, I don't know how you feel about this. I can tell you what I feel. But there's a whole, it's all over the Internet. It's going viral. There's been articles in the papers written about it. Uh, the four-day work week going mainstream. Um, and I guess they did some testing, and, and, and they did it in Iceland. And they, they found that it's, you know, that they found that, that, that there's benefits to having a four-day work week. And uh, there's a push for a four-day work week. Do you think that's going to happen, Tom? I, I find it hard to believe that we'd see that in the U.S. Uh, it, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're kind of, I feel like we're pressured in this culture to, to work uh, as many hours as possible <laughs> during the week. So that would, that would well, require a pretty big shift. Yes. Um, but remember something. You, um, you live in New York. Or you work in New York. True. I mean, I've been all over the country. And let me put it this way. I won't name specific states. However... You go to other states at 5 o'clock, they're done. And they're out surfing, even earlier, okay? You know, we're used to being in New York. People work till 9, 10, all hours of the, of, of the night. I mean, people are in the offices late. Um, other states are a little bit less crazy like that. You know, some states are a little bit, you know, you know, it's time to go surfing now before the day is over. So it really depends. I'm not sure. I think, I think it depends. I think if they... If they do the work, you know, if they, I think that this pandemic is going to leave its mark in many ways, some negative, but some positive. And I think that the millennials, that generation is uh, the largest generation that we have now, buying generation. And I think they're going to dictate what happens. And in my opinion, the millennials would like to have a little less time at work. So uh, they want to work hard. But they want to have family time. I think they want to have a little more balance than the baby boomers did. And I, I don't think that's such a bad idea. Neither do I. I appreciate that. Okay. So um, that's one for you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. My friends over at Route 22 Toyota want me to remind you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, get over to the state-of-the-art service facility in Hillside, New Jersey, please. Alex Kinsella has the entire team staying safe, wearing masks, socially distancing, fogging vehicles with every single service to make sure they're disinfected. At Route 22 Toyota, they always get it right. They're doing their part to stay safe. Plus, right now, Route 22 Toyota is offering qualified buyers more reasons than ever to get into a new Toyota, like 0% APR 
FDR financing up to five years and zero down leases on some of your favorite Toyota models. Call 855-621-9949 for details and make sure to tell them Joe sent you. 855-621-9949 to schedule a test drive and Route 22 Toyota will get you driving a new Toyota with 0% interest or zero down leases. Now that is the smart way to buy. Route 22 Toyota, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey or at Route22Toyota.com. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code the answer. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation helps us keep our commitment to never forget. This year, the foundation is honoring Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families with young children and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders with 200 mortgage-free homes. Chairman and CEO Frank Siller is paying tribute to the fallen by walking from the Pentagon to Shanksville and on to Ground Zero. More than 500 miles through six states in 42 days the month of August through 9-11. Tower of Light are to shine at the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance. The names of those we lost to 9-11 related illnesses are being read aloud at a ceremony on September 12th. And on Veterans Day, the names of all we lost in the war on terror will also be said out loud. Do good and help America to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. There is an answer to the mess we are in today in this country. There's a reason so many young people are being led astray. We have to fight back and protect the country we know and love. There's one who knows the way out of this mess. Charlie Kirk has the answer. He's relentless. He will not stop till he reaches every person who will hear. Listen to him every day, everywhere you find podcasts. The Charlie Kirk Show, now on a podcast near you. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. back you're listening to ion real estate i'm Dottie herman and i'm here with tom drew who's uh always filling in when ace is traveling and he is one of the, i have to say as knowledgeable as ace although um because he was trained from ace and i and tom how far do we go back god forever forever mm-hmm. and ever we kind of yep. built a lot of mortgage companies together and uh I just want to give everyone a bit of advice because, you know, I'm doing a book. I'm starting to write a book. And I, one of the things I really talk about in it is, you know, everyone 
looks at somebody who's successful and says, oh, you know, well, how, you know, they had this or they knew somebody. Or, and I really go through the ups and downs and uh, all of the mistakes or things that, you know, didn't work out. And I can tell you with the mortgage business, Tom and, and Ace and myself, uh, we were, you know, mortgage mortgage companies wanted to do business with real estate offices, then they didn't want to do businesses, then they called us up in 24 hours and told us, hey, we're out of the business, you have three days, okay? I mean, we've gone through the gamut. And uh, all I can tell you is, um, and Tom, myself, Ace, and uh, all of us, that we're all survivors, and that's life. It's really, you know, life is a, a bunch of ups and downs and highs and lows, and it's really how you navigate them. And when you have a low, uh, which we all do, I had, you know, I've had some health issues and was going through a little bit of a low myself. I really try to stay around people who are positive because the worst thing you could do when you're in one of those low periods is hang around with negative people, okay? Then you'll really want to kill yourself. So um, stay positive. And then when you wake up in the morning, um, you can, we all have good things, and but we all have bad things that happen in life. So when you wake up in the morning, try to wake up and think about all the good things that you have. Um, rather than think of all the negatives. If you, if, you, if you program yourself into waking up every morning and being thankful for the things that you have that are good, you're going to find that helps you. That helps you have a positive attitude. And with everything that you do, having a positive attitude is really important. Who wants to be around a, 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 somebody who's down all the time? I mean, you, don't want, you want to be there when someone needs some support. But, you know, you don't want a perpetual victim. So, you know, this has been really hard on all of us. Um, and especially, gosh, to all the ones who lost loved ones. It's been really a tough two years. And uh, hopefully we're, hopefully we're going to start to see it, you know, wind down a little bit. Uh, but really don't be afraid to reach out, okay? And now I'm trying to look at, hey, you know what? I guess we all learned, you know, everything has something good that came out of it. And as bad as this pandemic was, I think all of us realized the value of family, close friends, and friends that maybe we haven't been in touch with enough. And I know during the pandemic, I guess everybody was bored. I heard from people that I didn't hear for 20 years, okay? I had calls from everyone. I'm like, oh, gee, you called me for 20 years ago. That, well, you must be bored. Well, I'm bored too, so we'll talk. But people really connected. And I think that that's a good thing. And I think it made us realize, you know, hey, what's most important is your health, your family, your friends, okay? And, of course, they have food on the table. So, um, and, I, and I think that's really um, a good thing that, that came out of this. I also want to thank Right. I mean, and you know what? Yeah. I have to say accolades and thank you to Citizens Bank um, because that's the bank is named Citizens because that's why the bank was founded to help citizens, everyday people, whether you're rich, whether you're poor. And they really take the time to talk to you. If that's what you choose to do, if you want to just go on the Internet and fill it out, fine. But if you need someone to talk to, um, they're there. No, no problem is too little or too big for them. I personally have all my mortgages through citizens, 
and it's the third largest lender in the Northeast. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com or you can call them 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-800-922-9999. And again, thank you, Citizens, for your support and for supporting our show. We really appreciate it. So anyhow, not to belabor, I could go on. I mean, I've done so much. But, you know, we're talking, like, in 2008, we had, like, a recession. I remember people going to the bank trying to get their money out. And then after that, as that all calmed down, we had a booming market. Uh, we really, uh, the real estate market was just going crazy. And um, who would have thought? And the difference, Tom, and you can say it, is that, you know, this market, the people were, you know, unlike the 2008 where people got, you know, mortgages, no money down. So when their houses declined in value, they they didn't have equity because they didn't put any money down. Um, and when you put nothing down, you have nothing to lose. So people put money down and we have a market where how, where prices didn't decline. They've escalated. Uh, they've escalated a uh, to, to the point that it's un unbelievable. And now I have a lot of different, you know, uh, different predictions from different people and different companies that do different predictions. But one thing that we look like that we think is going to continue is that we have more demand than supply. So that means when you have that kind of a market where there's more people looking for homes than we have supply, that creates a seller's market, okay? And I believe we're in a seller's market. But it is not a housing bubble. I've read articles about a housing bubble. This is not a bubble. And it's not going to crash. I mean, we expect 2022 to, to go along the same parallels. Um, the market... Yeah, and I think, uh, Todd, if I can comment, I think one of the main reasons is because everyone who gets a mortgage today qualifies for one. Right. They, you know, it's a much more of a rigorous process to get a mortgage. So we make sure that they can, you know, qualify and pay the loan back. Whereas, you know, back in those days, um, well, we, you know, anyone could probably get one. Listen, then. I have my house in the Hamptons. Uh, and when I bought it 25 years ago or 20 years ago, I had no money. So I really couldn't afford it. So I called up. Uh, someone I knew in the mortgage business because being in the real estate business, I know a million people in the mortgage business. And I said, listen, there's a house and I really want it, but I don't qualify for it. They said, Donnie, do you want it? I said, yes, I want it. They said, don't worry, it's yours. <laughs> and I got the mortgage. Yeah. But I had calculated that, you know, if I can't afford to, to live in it, I figured out the rent. And I figured, okay, well, then I could rent it, you know, and I can do some sort of thing like that. Um, but that's how easy it was to get a mortgage. So Tom is absolutely right. And this is different because people have to put money down. Um, when you don't have anything down, I mean, things go down a little bit and you, you don't. And also, I don't know if you care. Like if you, if you, if you put harder money down, as a down payment, like you put 20% down, you're reluctant to walk away from that home and lose everything that you worked hard to put down. You're going to do everything you can to try to stay in it. But if you bought a house, no money down, uh, well, 
you don't want to have bad credit, but it's a little easier to walk away. Um, so I just want to give you some some things that um, we're looking at. So in 2021, now these are national numbers, so they're higher or lower depending on where you live. But I like to give you national too. Um, and this is from Realtor.com. Uh, mortgage rates, uh, Tom, what do you think? They're saying they're going to, throughout the year, the average will be 3.2, but they're looking at 3.4 by the end of the year. Now, that's just a forecast. It's not a science. And that's what Realtor.com predicts. Others predict something You know, different. I've never met any prediction that was 100% correct. So, <laughs> you know, in all the years I've been doing this, uh, I mean, rates right. right now are below 3%, right? So, you know, if they, I would if tell they move you up right a little now, bit, it's not the end of it. Yeah, to refinance, either rates are under 3%. You can never time something perfectly, but I don't think you're going to get too much lower than that. If you didn't, if you're not buying and you didn't refinance, take five minutes to make a call, call Citizens, call Tom, or you can email the show, we'll get back to you. Just find out if there's a savings for you. It doesn't cost you anything. And I don't think a lot of people have taken advantage of it. As they, I mean, a lot of people have, but there's still a lot of people that haven't, and it could make a big difference. As far yeah. as I what mean, the statistics say, there's, there are literally millions and millions of people that could still benefit from it. Um, and they just, you know, maybe haven't taken the time to, to find out. Tom, so if you remember, give me a call. I've refinanced my house in my apartment in the city, I think, three times already. Um, so if you remember, take a look and see. It's with citizens, uh, what that rate is, and see if it pays for me to refinance or not. I think I, I think it might, though. I think it's probably four and a half or something like that. Um, so anyhow, they are, they are predicting that the existing uh, median sales price will go up 5.7% this year. Now, obviously, it's gone up more in certain areas like Long Island has gone up more, Hamptons, uh, Connecticut's gone up a bit more. Some areas have not. So that's a national average. Single family home starts are up 9%. And the home ownership rate is higher than it's been. It's at 65.9%. So according to Zillow, this is from Zillow, that was from National, uh, that's the NAR. Uh, this is Zillow. Zillow predicts the housing market forecast for 21 has improved, but lingering economic uncertainties may temper some of the predictions. So they're playing it safe. Uh, they're saying the forecast for seasonality adjusted home prices and pending sales are more optimistic than previous forecasts uh, because sales and prices have stayed strong through the summer months and amid increasingly short inventory. So when you have a lot of in- when you don't have inventory. And you have the demand. Now, everybody slows up in the summer because people go away. Their kids, well, I don't know about camp anymore, but people go away and they're, the kids are off from school. So you, you, usually the summer is slow in most places. So you're going to see in September, um, it, it, that's when the season starts up again. Home sales, they predict home sales will remain near their current elevated levels all through the rest of 2021. And sales volumes are forecasted to remain higher than pre-pandemic levels through this year and next. And that closed home sales reached a recent high in September. And uh, they're looking at a great market. And 
when they look into 2022, which I think, now again, remember what I'm telling you, these are predictions. Predictions are predictions based on current trends. But if something comes up that's unknown to us, like, then that will change the predictions. But so far, looking at the trends, forecasts for house prices are, and the housing market are, uh, you know, informed guesses, okay, they're predictions, but they're looking up that economic activities are ramping up in all sectors, mortgage rates tend to still be at historic lows, and jobs are also recovering the latest employment report for the U.S. labor showed that while the U.S. economy added 850,000 uh, jobs in June, it's still down 6.8 million jobs from February 2020. So it's, it's getting there, but it's still down. Long-term interest rates are falling, and uh, the analysts predict that the property prices in the United States will climb by an average of 12.1% in 2021, and they're looking at a 5.3% increase in 2022. Now, again, these are national. On another next show or next week, I'll give you more local numbers. But I like to always give you what's going on in the country and then what's going on in the Northeast. Okay? But all forecasts are saying up the rest of this year. And all forecasts that I have read will be up next year, but not to the same extent because a lot of the people already bought and things will start, you know, uh, being more normal, okay? But they do, they accept, they do expect strong home sales, uh, making it a great time to buy an investment property. And I'm telling you, that's why I'm going to be talking about it for the next couple of weeks to increase your cash flow. A multi-generation housing market is creating limited supply and increased competition, driving up prices at the affordable end of the market for the foreseeable future. So because its prices have gone up so much, it's making some people knock out of the market that they can't afford. So that leaves rentals. And some of the youngest generations, you know, can't afford it. So rentals are going to be Real estate is appreciating at just above the rate of inflation. You will find sellers' markets in most regions of the country. So you need to prepare for real estate investing. Okay, I am going to continue that for the next coming weeks. Um, I think we're coming up to the 11 o'clock news, if I'm not mistaken. So um, we're going to be back with um, Alfred Renner, our senior uh, VP at Douglas Elliman, who... uh, One's one of our largest, our largest office in New York City. Um, he'll be on talking about New York City right after the 11 o'clock news. We'll be right back. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.